This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction. This is your source for the latest technology trends shaping the world, along with tips and strategies for maximizing your career in tech. We also bring you interviews with the leading women in the tech industry, talk to youth who are rapidly building their tech knowledge, and review business solutions that will give you insights on how technology is solving business problems. Now, here's your host, Jennifer Didier. Welcome, and thank you for joining me on Tech in the Right Direction. I'm your host, Jennifer Didier, President and CEO of Directions Training. Each week, we talk with industry experts about technology trends that are emerging and changing businesses today, the career journey of IT professionals, understanding the world of women in tech, as well as talking to our youth that are rapidly building their technology skill sets. We also review case studies that provide insight into how technology is solving business and world problems. I'm excited about our guest today, so let's get moving in the right direction. This week in our Tech Trends segment, I will be talking with Gabriella Schuster. As Corporate Vice President for the One Commercial Partner, Gabriella leads the Microsoft Partner Business Strategy across all commercial partners. Her organization is responsible for managing the partners as well as leading initiatives and programs globally that enable partners to build IP, services, and profitable businesses and also deliver solutions that empower customers to digitally transform their companies and realize greater business value through the use of technology. Gabriella has extensive experience in sales, marketing, product management, and partner development with a strong track record of managing customers, partners, and teams. She has worked across multiple parts of Microsoft's business from managing sales and marketing teams across the server and cloud business the Windows client commercial business, enterprise services, licensing, business development, training initiatives, segment marketing, and global operations. Welcome to the show, Gabriella. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Great. So let's get started by sharing a little bit about you and your path in technology. Sure. So, you know, I um, I started my career in the very early days of software. I started back in 1991, um, and I really learned the business from the ground up. I, um, I was coming from a very different industry with Cigna Health Insurance, but what I had been doing there was call center management, and I started at Adobe doing um, call center management with our tech support agents. And, um, you know, very quickly had to learn what they were talking about and, uh, <laughs> and how to support our customers and take escalations. And, um, you know, and then I moved into systems and operations and, um, and outsourcing and, um, you know, and then eventually moved from Adobe to Microsoft, where I spent the last 24 years really um, traversing the whole landscape of Microsoft business from I started in operations, I moved into, um, you know, uh, customer uh, marketing and training and certification and enterprise services and, um, 
and then I went into licensing and subsidiary sales and marketing leadership, um, product management, our mergers and acquisition business, and um, and now partner um, partner leadership. So um, you know I have moved a lot within the organization, and Microsoft's really afforded me um, a lot of opportunity to learn and grow throughout the years. What a great, rich background in technology. So things are changing so rapidly, um, as you know. So what are some of the technology trends that you are seeing today? Well, there's there's a number of them. Um, you know, on the, you know, there there's the emergence of um, artificial intelligence and the way that it enables um, us to change the way a customer thinks about the data that they have and the way that a customer can now move their data state into um, cloud into cloud services so that they can create these data lakes and mine that data and have it turn into machine learning, which can turn into intelligence back into their organization, I think is the most groundbreaking trend. Mm -hmm. um, for businesses and how they run, because traditionally a lot of that data was locked up in, um, you know, different servers all around their organization, and they didn't even know what was in it. Um, and then I think um, the, you know, the the intelligent edge and IoT has opened up a whole world of services that I think each of us as consumers experience every day, um, with everything getting much smarter. Our cars are getting smarter. Our um, you know, our, our refrigerators are getting smarter. You know, everything, you know, the technology is actually starting to get built into everything. When you look at the commercial businesses, you know, farmers are using smart technologies for farming. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, in labs, they use smart technology and they can do calculations they've never been able to do before. And so it's really changing the face of um, business today. Yeah, AI. IoT, like you mentioned, are going to be very, very strong, I think, in the next, in the few years that are upcoming, because um, it's already starting, you know, where you have the voice recognition and the machine learning in the background. So, yeah, really, really data. There's so much data right now, and mining that data and being able to use it for artificial learning is just um definitely a big trend. So, you know, with these trends and the cloud, uh, most of these job roles, they, they didn't even exist a few years ago. And there's a huge gap in skill set in the market today. Uh, so as an industry, what do you think we can do to better bridge that gap? Well, you know, it, it's it's not a one-dimensional problem, right? It's it's multiple it's multiple dimensions. Um, you know, one is that you know we have to um, get better at helping people to continue on a learning path um, to bridge what they know how to do today with what they can do in a digital environment, so that they can compete with digital natives who grew up on technology. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's definitely one aspect of it. I think the other is um, you know, that we have to really make um, diversity and inclusion a fundamental hiring practice mm -hmm. so that we're actively looking for people who, um, who know things outside of our own um, social circles or our own um, industry who can come in 
and um, and provide the richness of their perspective and a different way of doing business and um, and really add to the environment because otherwise we're going to run out of skilled individuals very quickly if we continue to look in a very narrow silo. Um, and then um, and I think that uh, you know we also have to invest in training, right? Training on cloud technology. Um, you know, I know across 85% um, of our partners have training strategies on technology, um, cloud technology, but they don't actually have formal training departments. Mm -hmm. And I do think that given the skills gap and the retraining gap um, and the hiring, even in the hiring gap, um, we're, you know, we're going to have to invest a lot more in that. And eventually, I'd like to see us reform the whole education system because I don't think that it is geared towards the um, the kinds of roles it doesn't really prepare students for the kinds of jobs that they might be doing in the future. Agreed. We are seeing some colleges change some of their curriculum based on job roles, but by the time they actually can get something approved through that system, through the academic system, it has changed considerably already. So trying to keep up, they really need to move at a much faster pace and really think about those job roles. So you mentioned training and we are seeing a huge demand in training from our corporate customers um, that you know know that now that one person needs to have multiple expertises, whereas before the server guy could be just the server guy and the developer was the developer. Um, but now they need to have a multifaceted uh, approach to managing their IT needs. So what do you think is the value of training and certification in our industry today? I think the value um, is in differentiation, differentiation both for the individual um, to continue to grow their um, their skill set and their um, credibility and marketability, but as well for the organization because it helps unlock the potential of the business and of your people. Um, and, and it enables you to connect the dots between where is your business and, and meet the customer where they are at. So for the organization, um, you know, I think the skills and the knowledge gained through certification and training is exactly what the IT departments need right now. They can take a look at, say, those old um, server admins and, and talk about, like, well, what is the future of, you know, what, what these individuals can do based on this richness of experience that they have and how they set policy, how they manage compliance, how they think about security, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think there's a ton of things that they can transform into, but you have to have a very intentional approach and focus on what your training paths are. And then, um, and then certification, I think, is really just that validation that says, um, yeah, this individual really understands um, how to do this. And um, and not only you know can they put hands on keyboard or you know can they actually make you know go into a lab and do something, but you know they can explain it to someone else or they can train someone else. And so I think that having that level of certification helps you get to that 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 badge that says this individual is capable across multiple levels. And um, you know and then as an individual, um, you know employers are willing to pay more. 
for people who have passed that level of competence and certification. Um, you know, 85% of global IT professionals have at least one certification, and 66% plan to get a new one um, every year. Yeah, I think um, diversification um, and also, um, sorry, not diversification, differentiation, and also, you know, that validation of skill in the market are two really key things of certification. And we're seeing things change. Um, you know, in the past, employers were not as uh, keen to get people certified because they felt like they would leave their organization. But now uh, we have many different job roles and paths for certification that now employers are jumping in with both feet and said, no, I want my people certified, which is so good because if the employer doesn't give that uh, validation to their employees, sometimes life happens and then they don't take their certification exams even though they have the knowledge. So we're seeing it really change in the industry as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, the, with the focus on um, people and, I mean, when you have great people, whether they're certified or not, the opportunity exists for them to leave. And I think if you're not investing in them, they have a tendency to leave more quickly. And right. so certification and investing in your people, it's like a, it's a very visible way to say I'm investing. Agreed. Agreed. So this is a big loaded question because technology is changing so fast. Where do you see technology going, let's say in the next five years, because I think 10 years is probably too far away, because if I look back, I could never predict where we are today five years ago. So what is your vision? Well, so I mean, I think we, we continue to see the growth of the cloud, right? We're still on the, only on the tip of the iceberg where, um, you know, there's a lot still, you know, much more about just data center transformation and moving your data center to the cloud. Um, but the companies that are really leading in, in, in technology are um, using the technology itself to build their products, to be their products, to change the way they do business with customers. And, um, and that's really the digital transformation. And it's still only it's like less than 2% of all organizations have mm -hmm. even gotten there. And so, you know, we have a ton of opportunity um, across um, and any any industry mm -hmm. um, for much more um, technology engagement, and then um, and then as we talked about a little earlier, I think that the opportunity with data is tremendous for organizations. Unlocking that data and being able to turn that data into intelligence at their fingertips um, enable them to really make much faster and more informed decisions about their business. And then even to know their customers better than they ever have before because they can bring together the 360-degree view of the, everything they do with that customer um, is, uh, you know, tremendous and changes, again, um, the way that they engage and the way that they could, um, the value that they could bring to their customers based on the things they already know, not necessarily things that they kind of mine about the customer, but things they already know um, that the customers told them. Um, and then I, and then, you know, you get a little bit more out there and you start saying, well, like, look, you know, IOT enables you to have smart everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, already 
cars are pretty smart already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you start, you just translate that into every um, every appliance you touch, even you know, getting down to not even things you call an appliance today. Um, you know, your glasses or you know your um, you know, your, your couch, your bed, you know, like everything has some Mm -hmm. level of intelligence. And, you know, in the old days, back in the mid nineties, it was like the information highway. And I think we're, you know, quickly heading to the intelligence highway where everything is a curated, um, intelligent answer to the question you didn't even know you had. That's great insight and definitely the way the future is going. It is a little bit scary when you see the IoT devices and and like you said, cars are so smart now. We just got a device that plugs into your car that you know tells you all the mechanics of the car if everything is is fine or if your tires are low or if you're battery is getting low, I mean, just all of that. But not only that, it tells you exactly where you've been, where you drove to, how you're driving, if you've had some sharp turns. So I I love it because when my husband drives, I'm always like, oh, you made about 10 sharp turns today. You need to be careful. (laughs) And he's like, what are you? Why, big brother watching me? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So that was kind of funny. But yeah, it is changing so rapidly and there's so many great things to come. I love love the changes that are happening. but they are happening fast. So with all of these devices, and this is where I'm looking for some answers, uh, you know, everybody has so many multiple devices with tablets and phones and desktops and laptops. Um, How do you focus and deal with all these distractions? But most, most importantly, how do you create balance? Because I feel like I'm on 24/7 all the time because of because of technology and you've got to kind of give yourself permission to shut down but what are some of the best practices you use Yeah I mean you know you have to set your boundaries and you have to be very intentional about how you're going to spend your time and um you know what what is important to you and it's a daily thing mm-hmm. like how am I going to spend my time today um, what is the most important thing to me today? I've always made um, dinner with my family a number one priority. And um, so from the time that, um, well, even from the time that my husband and I got together before we even had children, you know, that was kind of a sacred time. And so mm-hmm. we would get home from work, we would cook together, we would eat together. Um, and so, you know, I, um, it, it is about, it is about knowing those things that are really important to you, making time for them, not letting yourself get distracted, being intentional about what you want to, how you want to spend the next half an hour, the next hour, the next day, um, and um, and really setting those boundaries for yourself because it is very easy to get distracted. I think the one thing you have to remember is that people can't fundamentally multitask. A lot of people yes. think they can. Yeah. can't. There is no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so you said you've got to commit to being present in whatever you're doing. Like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, but I yes. can't, like, try and do both. 
No. And I know we try. And as women, we say, you know, well, we can do so many things at one time. Really, you can only do one thing at one time. Well, <laughs> yes, that's great. Um, so learning is also changing. And so how do you think people are learning IT professionals? How do you think they're learning today that's different from a few years ago? Well, I mean, I think that, um, you know, the, the, the mode of learning is very different. You know, there's, um, with, with kind of mixed reality, the opportunity to, um, you know, learn something just in time, to um, delve into something that maybe not even be in front of you, but still see all the mechanics of it, still feel like you're touching it, um, and, and seeing the guts of it, I think changes what's possible in your um, learning experience. Um, and, and I think fewer and fewer people um, have the time to devote to spending a full day in a class or a full week in a class. And so mm -hmm. they're looking for things to be much more um, just in time, much more bite-sized, uh, much more virtual. And, um, and, then, and then I think they look for the engagement to be, um, you know, if they're going to spend time with other people in a learning environment for it to be kind of a peer-to-peer, -peer, um, you know, learning from each other's experiences rather than just learning a lesson. Yeah, that's very true. So the blended learning is what we're finding is um, becoming more and more prominent, like you said just-in-time learning. We have a saying at Directions that is our JIT-JET approach, which is just-in-time, just-enough training, which means that, you know, get it in smaller bites, get what you need to get the job done, and then continue to learn as time goes on. So I think you're spot on when you say, you know, it's that, you know, virtual learning, it's smaller segments, it's, um, you know, uh, continuous learning. I think all of those things are, are very different than before. We would have IT professionals coming in for five-day classes and never get interrupted and, and were able to take the classes that way in person. And now the demands are so high on them that, you know, things are changing. Very true. Yeah. So in closing, what advice would you give an IT professional that's just starting out today? So, you know, once a career in IT, um, what would you say? How, where should they start? What, what, what would be your advice? Um, I, you know, I think my, my advice is that, you know, any, anything is possible. And so, um, you know, come in, um, learn the basics, learn the foundation of, you know, whatever it is that's interesting to you mm -hmm. and, um, and just then unleash your imagination because, the, the technology exists to enable you to do anything. And just because you didn't have formal training on becoming a developer, there's so many low-code, no-code citizen mm -hmm. developer tools out there today that it shouldn't stop you. And, um, you know, and, and you just, um, you need to have a kind of a, this, this mindset that, this growth mindset that you can do anything. You can learn anything and you just have to apply yourself and find the right resources um, and the right mentors to help you to learn it and, um, and then just take a risk. That's great advice. Yeah, be passionate about what you love and then just jump in and um, 
start, start somewhere so that you can then take your career to that next level. Gabriella, thank you so much. This was a great session. I look forward to having you again on another show. Thank you so much. As your organization continues to embrace and adopt new technologies, does your team have the skills required to make the most of your investments? Directions Training offers IT professional and end-user training for the most popular solutions today, including Microsoft 365, Azure, AWS, Cisco, Citrix, VMware, and much more. Our flexible delivery methods and full customized offerings make sure that you get the training you need just the way you need it in-person, virtual, on-demand, or through a blended approach. Success is a journey. Ask for directions. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com for more information today. And now, an exclusive offer for our listeners. From IT skill enhancements to end-user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our on-demand courses for IT professionals or end-users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions. Thanks for listening to Technology in the Right Direction, your source for the latest technology trends shaping the world. To download this week's show or listen to past shows, visit directionstraining.com forward slash podcast. Past shows are also available at ewnpodcastnetwork.com, as well as through iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. To find out how to be a guest on the show, visit directionstraining.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, we hope that technology takes your business in the right direction. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.